My dear friend, I've had such a wonderful day today listening to all of the little simpering, yammering babies speaking about Henry Kissinger. Why? Because it's cool to say that he's a bad man. If 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 you if you want to be cool, like a lot of folks do, the same ones who say the same thing over again, they repeat en masse the same things and they focus on him and nobody else. Who was more responsible? Kissinger or Nixon? Who calls the shots? Kissinger? Why didn't McNamara, McGeorge Bundy, any of the generals, why did they not play any role in this? Why? Because it's cool to hate Henry Kissinger. It's also cool to hate Hillary Clinton. And it's cool to say, to use words like, she's a psychopath. No, she's not. Now, my saying he's a good guy, I'm not saying that because I don't say people are a good guy. I don't say this. I, I, I don't know where this comes from. I cannot believe how delusional people are. What do you think this is? I, I, I don't. What do you think the world, how, how do you, how do you think this works? When Xi Jinping talks to Henry Kissinger or talk to him, and Henry Kissinger says, I know foreign policy. It's not for the weak. Do you want some, do you want Ramsey Clark or Mehdi Hassan? I don't know what happened to him. Or who? Rachel Maddow? Do you want Rachel Maddow? I'm, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. Sweet, moral, measured. Do you want her? What do you think these people do who play the game? What do you think Rockefeller was doing? What do you think the Bilderbergs were about? What do you think What do you think Ron Paul was about? What do you think what? What exactly? Doing nice things? I mean, do you believe that? If you ran Israel, let me ask you a question. You you were in charge of Israel. What would you do differently than BB? Now politically you do something differently, but what would you do? What would you do to benefit the United States over any other country? What would you do? What would you do? You know what you would do? You would do exactly what they're doing. You would do everything in your power to make sure that we win. And you would be brutal and ruthless. And you would do it. And 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 you would say, and, and you would make no uh, bones about it. You You would have no... You wouldn't apologize. You would say, I want the most of myself. If you ran Israel, think about this. If you were Bibi, what would you really say? You would say, listen, I'm going to get rid of these Palestinians. They're a pain in the ass. This is our country. And I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to get rid of them, okay? Maybe through settlements. Maybe through, I don't know what. Maybe by dealing with other more Arab leaders and we'll, we'll work them out. But these guys got to go. This is our country, all right? And I don't want to share this with him. Now, this may be inconceivable for you to think, but if you were in Israel, wouldn't you think that? We'd say, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. You know what? 
Yeah. Okay. Now listen, we're gonna make it look good. Now we're gonna, we're gonna do whatever it wants. Now I'm not I'm I'm not trying to make a joke out of this. But what do you expect? What 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 do you think leaders do? And the problem that we have in this country, we don't have enough Henry Kissingers. See, we always do this half-ass kind of stuff. See, these guys were into hardcore, brutal fighting against people who did bad. They wanted territory. We do stuff where we kind of, we side with this one and then we change our mind here. So I think you're tired of Kissinger. I'm not. He fascinates me. And he fascinates me because he inspires this. I was watching Sagar and Crystal Ball. She is a child. She is a child. She is a namby-pamby child who has no business anywhere even remotely suggesting or talking about international affairs and realpolitik. You got it? That's serious. Now, some other things to think of. Very important. Tonight we have the debate. I thought it was last night. I'll show you how clueless I am. The debate between Ron DeSantis, I don't know why, and your buddy, Gavin Newsom. And whenever I say this, people get all upset. But Gavin Newsom is going to be the next president. Not because I want it. Are you kidding? But because they're not going to let Trump near it. Um, Ron DeSantis might be okay down the line, but not now. And people are going to look at Gavin Newsom. They're going to say, you know what? I like the way he looks. People think he's so handsome, I guess. They're just, they just, look at him compared to that. Now that's the Democrat. That's kind of Kennedy-esque. Young family, guy with a product, tall in the tailored suit. Yeah, yeah. He's completely full of it, but at least I can kind of look at him. This is what people think. How bad can he be? Then you got Ron DeSantis. Not much to look at, but uh, is Putin much to look at? I put my money on Putin. Who would? Who do you think would be more ruthless? Who do you think would be more of a warrior? Right? Gavin or Putin? How about Xi Jinping? That's a looker. You want to mess with him? Good for you. I want tough. I want tough and effective, and I don't want somebody who looks like he's... Anyway. So what does he do tonight? Well, first of all, what people have to understand is, what is the purpose of, de- of a debate? Now, here we go. Newsome is gruesome. See what I got to deal with? DeSantis is a little short to be president. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? DeSantis' heels are way too high. Listen to the depth of what we're talking about. Uh, I want law and order. Okay, good for you. Now, let's do this, okay? Let's pretend that you know something about politics. Just tonight, okay? Just tonight. What are you going to suggest to DeSantis? If, if you want him to win. And what does this even mean? He's not going to win. You got two people. This is only going to help DeSantis. It's going to help uh, Newsom but what, and, and help, you know, Hannity to an extent. What do you tell DeSantis? Well, here's what you tell him. Ron, I want to give you a theme. 
Here's the theme. One, I want you to be that kind of doctor who comes in and makes people feel good. You know who that doctor who says, I know what this is. I'll take care of this. I'll make you better. Anybody care how tall your doctor is? No. Anybody care if your doctor is handsome? No. In fact, sometimes when your doctor looks older, you say, I like that guy. He's got experience. Treat the country like a doctor. Like you would like 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 you would talk to a doctor. Okay. You understand this? Okay. And when you when you're having, first of all, it's not a debate. It's not a debate. A real debate, you know the rules of debate, just like the Oxford Union. This is not a debate. This is a roast or something. I don't know what it is, but it's whatever it is. Rule number one, DeSantis has to say what he wants to say, no matter what anybody asks him. No matter what. A crime, border, kids, whatever it is. Stick it to three. People cannot remember more than three. Make sure you say it, no matter the question. No matter what it is. Talk about Russia. You know, that reminds me. Our border, wait a minute. You're going to say whatever you want, and they can't stop you. They can't make you. You're going to say whatever you want. That's number one. Number two, how does he deal with Newsom? How does he deal with him? Well, works like this. You act like he's, like you feel sorry for him. Like he's kind of pathetic. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. And you can sit there and say, well, all he's got to do is talk about how terrible California is. Yeah but they're expecting that. Try it like this. Listen, it's tough running a state. I know. And so does my good friend, Gavin Newsom. He's really got it tough. I mean, he's got a real big, he's got a big state. I mean, he's got problems that, look, sometimes some of us are able to address them differently. He has different constraints. I don't know if the people of California allowed him to do it, but most of us realize that what's happening in one of the most beautiful towns in the world, San Francisco, well, it's pretty sad. Make it sound like he's pathetic. Sparky says, Lionel, you're a busy man. Why waste your time with Crystal and Sagar when you could watch George Galloway, Garland Nixon, or the Duran? Um, very interesting. Uh, number one, that's not the only thing I watch. Number two, I want to understand what people are thinking about here. And I'm not going to hear um, what I'm looking for to understand the left, well, I guess sometimes by listening to the aforementioned. You're not paying attention. I want to know what people think and I want to know what the enemy thinks. I'm not going to hear this hearing the, the Duran. I'm very curious about what people uh, think about. I understand the position of the American left better. And by the way, with all due respect, and I say this with all due respect, I know exactly what they're going to say. Uh, those you mentioned, great people, wonderful. I know what they're going to say. I have hit, I was listening today to Scott Ritter. Oh my God, fantastic. I don't know if he's going off the deep end or whatever, but he's terrific. Uh, Mearsheimer, I love. Uh, the Duran are great, specifically for um, uh, Ukraine. But, oh, no, no, no. I want to know what the left thinks. I want to know. I need to know. I want to hear. I want to hear why they get rid of um, um, Medi over there at, at uh, MSDNC. Why is it sad about it? Are, are they shifting? Are, are they changing their mind? I find that to be absolutely fascinating. But I don't want to hear people who say the same thing all the time. 
And I love hearing, I was listening to old Christopher Hitchens. And I was listening to, believe it or not, Amy Goodman had, oh, some fantastic people. There was a woman, a human rights lawyer. I'm going to get a hold of her. She's wonderful, explaining genocide and terrific. So I don't want to hear people who tell me things I already know. And I don't want to hear people who say things that go, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Yep, that's right. Maybe you like that. Listen, it's it's a free country. But I want to hear more about what people... Like, why would somebody... What is... I don't care about the right. What is the What is the problem that the left has with, let's say, DeSantis or with Trump? Tell me what it is specifically. That's what I want to know. I want to know what is it? What is it? Okay? What is it? I will not let Trump down. If he not win, so what? What does that mean? Then we will have four more crazy sick years. So you're not letting him down? What does that mean? Elon is so funny the way he does like a frowning fish mouth face and nods after everything he says. This is the depth, by the way, of this. Thanks for tuning into the left so I didn't have to. Again, you're not you're not you're not missing the point. Sick of Scott Ritter's voice. Uh, F the warmonger. This is just this is this is childish. Don't you want to know how the politics works? How are you going to beat the left if you don't know what they're going to say? I don't care. I don't care. I just want to hear. You know, Listen, this this is one of the reasons why, and I appreciate this, but most people don't know what they're talking about. When it comes to politics, they, it's like a fan club or something. I guess they want to, they, they like people that tell me what I want to hear. I know this already. I, I, I know this. Tell me specifically what I want more. I was listening to somebody the other day talk about, just, there's two things that I know you're not going to discuss. One is abortion and two is uh, climate change. So how do you address this? How should, how is um, DeSantis going to do that? By saying what? You all are crazy. You're stupid. Hey, you Greta Tumblr, get your head out of your arse. There's nothing to, is that what you suggest? No, I'm serious. Tell me about it. Because you have this thing about, I want to be right. And if I'm right, I don't, I don't even, you don't even care who wins the election. You don't even care. You don't care who wins. You don't want to know what they have to say. You don't care about strategy, cephology, super uh, uh, delegates, how to, nothing. You have this magical idea that somehow these people are stupid and this person's wrong and I hate him and yay, Trump. Trump's not going to win. They're, they're not going to let him win. I don't care. Don't say that. I love Trump. Why do you keep saying you love Trump? Because I love Trump. And I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but that's all I know. And if I don't know what I'm talking about, I'll just make fun of the way they look because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You see, what I've done is I've taken American politics and I've reduced it to the most ridiculous of these. See, I don't know anything about history. I know nothing about history. Take Henry Kissinger. All of a sudden, he's the bad. He's the worst thing he's ever lived. It's like, are you kidding me? You don't think the Dulles brothers were worse than him? I don't know who that is, but I know this one. 
And I know that everybody says he's a bad guy. And Christopher Hitchens, that, that, that's the guy. See, this is where we are tonight. And you know what's true. Face it, Americans don't know what the hell you're talking about. Seriously. We're too broke to get involved. You always have the best little bumper sticker lines. 1776. What the hell does that mean? I love Trump because he upsets the people I don't like. Okay. What about the election? I don't know. Well, is he going to win? I don't know. But he upsets the people I don't like. Left want everything to be politically correct. Okay, this is this is brilliant. All right, I'm I'm reading this. All right, I think we can agree to that. So what? 1776. George pulled up with the stick. I don't know what that means. This is now we're going to get the Gadsden flag and live free or die. I say, like, what? Is, what is this? What are you talking about? Do you have any idea what's going on? No, but I like to say stuff like this. Vote Trump if you want to live. Okay. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, for the record? Oh, I'm voting for Trump. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Bobby Kennedy's going to just really screw it up for him big time. Oh, I'm voting for him. Oh, without a doubt. It's not going to do any good, but I'm going to vote for him. You happy now? Of course I'm going to vote for him. Where is Bobby Kennedy? What's he doing? Ooh, he's got a tough one to know. He's got the vaccine thing, and now he's got that Israel stuff. You see, the whole world right now is ready to explode. And I am dying to see how this is played. Because let me tell you something. There is, I've never in my life seen such a pro-Palestinian point of view like this. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything remotely like it. And and I, I I'm I'm serious. How is this going to play? Because remember tonight they should dr- try to draw. What what am I telling you for? What am I telling you for? I mean I shouldn't say that the people who. Are, if I tell you the strategy, you're going to think, uh huh, whatever. You want to talk about Trump? I love Trump. Okay, fine. But I'm going to pretend you understand what I'm saying. One of the things which may be wonderful is to somehow draw the fire. Be like the stalking horse. Draw them in. Draw in. Have something so that everybody's ready to go with sound bites. Lure him in. Have have somebody, have somebody force Gavin Newsom to say, do you think Hamas is a terrorist? You know, that Piers Morgan thing. Do you think that Hamas is a terrorist organization? Yes or no? Yeah. Do you think that Israel has a right to defend itself? Good. Keep running. And they're going to run that. Run that for all of his lefty friends. Run this over and over again. What would you have done? What would you have done? Just curious. Um, Gavin, if you had been, let's say, Israel, and you had this place called Gaza, and there were folks in in Gaza that were shelling and whatever, what would you have done? Would you have said, well, you know, did chickens have come home to roost? Is that what you would say? Would you do anything? Remember, he's running for president. How would you defect or defect uh, defend uh, California? I mean, um, Gaza, it, because you're going to have to maybe do that to us. What would you do? When do you fight back? Make him out to be a big wuss. So let me get this straight. If you, Gavin, if you were the, if you hold him to, bring him into it. 
it, it the, the 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 questions the the answer is far more complicated because this has been going on not recently not since October the seventh this has been going on for for you know, seventy five years but still watch what he does lure him in here's a story that I think you'll like because it's real easy and it's just low hanging fruit and it's black and white it's about race it's the best story in the world okay. Piers Morgan, as you know, who is Mr. Obvious, has this story. And I know you don't you don't care about the royal family, but this one you'll like. There's a book that is out that says that the royal family was racist because it saw a couple of members later outed by Piers Morgan to be Prince Charles and uh, Kate, the Duchess, whatever the hell it is. Kate, you know, Billy's wife. All right. So the question is, and this is important. Do you think this is a problem? Somebody said that based upon Megan, I didn't know she had any black in her uh, gene pool or anybody who was mother. I didn't know any. I looked at her and I didn't think she was black. I've seen, you know, mixed races. We all have. And you guys say, oh, yeah. You kind of know some. I didn't know. But anyway. But somebody said, what do you think will be the color of the skin or the darkness? Or what will this baby look like that she's having with Ginger Man Harry? Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that's racist? That's so easy. That's right up your that's right up your alley. Eh? Easy. No special. Deals with race. Uh, you can call it politically correct. Very simple. No heavy lifting. Very simple. Do you think that's racist? Do you? Do you think so? Anybody in your family ever say, I wonder, I wonder who he's gonna look like? Hey, hey. The baby. Is he going to take after mom or dad? Is he going to be tall like the dad or have curly hair like the mom? Is he going to be blonde? Is he going to be this? Is he be... How many times have you done that? How many times have you done that? Is he going to have mom's talent? Now, if you've got a black family, or let, let's say, remember, I think it's her her mother. Right? Yeah, her mother who's who's black. By the way, Princess Michael of Kent, keep your eye on that one. But anyway, so maybe there's her mother's black, but so and 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 you have a baby just in terms of Mendelian genetics. Do you think there's anything racist by saying I wonder if he's going to be dark or? That's all. And they're going crazy. They're going crazy over this stuff. And Piers Morgan, because it's so easy, is asking the question, well, what's wrong with that? Because it deals with race, and people love race, and they love to talk about the double standard. It's their favorite story. They love it. Love it. I did a, um, on my private channel, there was a wonderful, oh, it's the best story ever. Do you think people of different races perform sports better 
or differently than others do. Do you? Anyone? Anyone here think that there is a difference, that people of different races will sometimes perform certain sports differently? Some faster, some higher, some better, whatever it is. Or do you think it's just a luck of the draw? Do you think so? Do you think so? How can you not? Do you ever see any Cambodians in the NBA? Nope. Why is that? Well, probably height, I would imagine. Ah, because Cambodians don't tend to be, and it's better to be tall, right? Yeah. Is that all it takes? Just being tall? Is that it? Well, I don't know about being tall. You do admit there's more black players in the NBA, right? I don't know what the, let me see what the percentage is. See, I love this. You know why? Because this is easy. You love this one. Black players in NBA percentage, right? So let's look at this. Uh, 73.2%. 73%. Think about this one. 73%. 16% are white. 3% are Latino. 0.4% are Asian. Now, do you think there's anything to that? There was a, it's one of those things. So, what? What do we do with that? Are black people better at this? No, wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. I'm just asking a question. Why is that the way it is? Why is it that for jockeys that tend to be, it's better to be smaller. Why are there so many today who are, who are Latino, not Latino, but South American or Mexican or, or, or Hispanic or whatever the, whatever, whatever phrase you want. Do you think it's that? Or is it a part of the fact that maybe they're more accustomed to the whole notion of, um, I don't know. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that fascinating? Now, the thing that people love more than anything else, especially in our neck of the words, the conservative world, is race. Oh, my God. It's the number, it's the greatest there, there is nothing better no heavy thinking you don't have to know any history you don't have to know anything nothing you just react and it's the thing that motivates people more than anything else in the world and maybe <clears throat> maybe some i was thinking maybe even that transphobic stuff i thought maybe and by the way the people really aren't racist it's just easy to understand so this thing I did for my private channel, there was this guy who talked about body uh, morphology, physiognomy. Did you know that Michael Phelps at 6'4", whatever it is, has the same inseam, his pants, as I think a miler or something, somebody who runs smaller, but they have the same, same length of legs. His, his body is in his trunk. Because he can spring and jump out of the block. And he, he unfolds. Did you ever see Randy Johnson? These weird, real long, lanky arms. They they whip the torque. Well, that's his genetics. Nobody plays around with that. Jesse Owens, by the way, might have been just as fast as Usain Bolt today. Because did you know Jesse Owens, or during his era, they had this ash kind of a, of a, a lane that was a weird 
kind of, they had to have their own, they brought a trowel so they could dig a little hole so he could put his foot, his heel and whatever it is to, to spring out. Today we have boards, you know, these springy kind of a boards that are very easy and, and they have these devices that are the best. Swimmers have suits that are different. They have these uh, devices where the the the, the water uh, doesn't. Anyway, there's all of these benefits like you cannot believe, and that's fine until you talk about a race. People go crazy. They love this stuff. That's the kind of stuff that's interesting. Not politics. And the reason why is because politics is very difficult. Takes into account history, facts, the rules, how it's done, how it's measured. You take into effect things like effect of the when when John Kennedy won by I mean just a smidgen against uh, Richard Nixon and the Giancana. Nobody wants to get into that. Not interested. America works in a country where we have the, one of the worst education systems because we don't put a lot of emphasis on education. We don't care about it. Smart means nothing. Smart means nothing. In 19... Well, 20, 30, oh, 30, Einstein was a national... He was the biggest rock star in the world. Now, we're close here because we had Stephen Hawking, only because he supposedly is smart, but nobody knows what Stephen Hawking did. But he's in a wheelchair and he has Lou Gehrig's and he was on, you know, The Simpsons and whatever. But that's all they know. They don't know anything about him. Nothing. They have absolutely no idea of what he did. You know, Hawking radiation. Not a clue. So that's, Americans aren't into that. Sports, yeah, kind of. Politics, not really. So it was very, very difficult for them, especially when you deal with the end of, of Henry Kissinger, tonight's debate, what are they looking for? What's going to happen? It's a waste of time because to, to those people who find themselves, and it's the world of Fox News, it's all about instant gratification and no shite obviousness. They want obvious stuff. They don't want anything that's, you know, nuanced, none. Ask him about, tell me about Israel. Forget it. No, tell me about the history of, forget it. Forget Israel. Forget it. How do you think we fix that? I don't know. I don't know. And before someone said, why do you watch? Why do you listen to it? And by the way, it's one of the best. You got to understand something. This is the future of news today. And the Duran and others as well. But these formats, I think the Hill, she always had this point counterpoint. The Sagger is pretty good. And then Brianna, and what's his name? He's a libertarian. They kind of do a point-counterpoint as well on the rising. It's very good. It's very interesting. And it helps me understand, believe it or not, an issue when somebody I disagree with is explaining it in a way that I obviously think is lunatic, is, is, is insane. See, I never understood what the uh, climate change method was until I heard, you know, uh, Greta Thunberg. You, you, you have to listen to her to know what they're talking about. Who's going to tell you this? What, Eric Bowling? I don't think so. 
So you have to listen to what she's saying. She is the ignition switch to knowing what this insanity is. But people don't want to do that because they hate her. Because they're into hate. They hate people. Say people hate Hillary Clinton. Hate her. Hate her with a passion. Do you hate her? I don't. Do you think she's a psychopath? I don't. I think very few people are psychopaths. A real psychopath? Nah, of course not. Not at all. Some people have said that Hitler wasn't a psychopath. How you like that? He and he wasn't just evil. He was just somebody who said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of these people." I think anybody who believes in genocide, I don't care what you call that, um, whether it's through um, military action, that shows something. If that's not what you would call evil, I don't know what what is. When you liquidate people by virtue of of ethnicity, but the thing about it is that he's probably more ordinary than you can imagine. But see, that ruins the narrative. People hate that. It's like, wait a minute, no, no, you gotta understand. I've got to hear evil. Do you think Joe Biden's a bad guy? Do you? You think he's a bad guy? I think he is morally bankrupt. When I say that, I think he's been in politics for so long. We're up is down and down that he doesn't know what he's done. He will say whatever he has. You kind of, at least when you start off at first, you kind of project. Even George Santos had just a, a modicum of, 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 you know, lucid, rational thought. He, of course, didn't. But you got to ask yourself, where's all this evil you're talking about? There's not evil. You think Xi Jinping is evil? You think Bibi Netanyahu is evil? He's an evil person. He is incapable of having a relationship with his wife or his kids. That's a psychopath. He has no ability to appreciate consequence. He's glib. He doesn't make any relationships. I mean, do you really think so? Or is that what people do in this? You see, you really need to be reconditioned, deprogrammed, and start over again. We have to teach you how to do this. We got to take you to a boot camp, break you down, build you back up again, because you have been so contaminated by social media, by this left-right Manichaean nonsense that you don't know right from wrong. You don't, you don't know how things work. It's like going to somebody who's never seen a boxing match. You say, you know, they don't hate each other. Well, why are they trying? They're trying to kill each other, but they don't hate each other. Really? No. The guy who's hunting, he doesn't hate that deer. It's a sport. And you win by killing this side. Truman woke up one morning and said, I got to figure out, do these Americans die or do these Americans die? Is he a psychopath? No. When Truman ordered uh, two, count them, two nuclear bombs, is he a psychopath? No. Kissinger never did that. Sparky says, Jesse Owens ran on cinder tracks, leftover stuff from sweeping out various fireboxes and and fireplaces, uh, kind of squishy. Brianna Joy Gray's great, by the way. It's very good, but but I I, I appreciate. It. I just like different takes. I understand this. Um, there's a there's a um. How do you say this? I want to teach you. I want you to just to be disabused. Of your bias, not you, Sparky, but everybody else. There's a there's a tremendous bias here. 
And you don't even realize it because you've reduced politics into this kind of like a, you know, like a, like a game where you hate this one. I don't like this one. This It's like mean girls. I don't like you. That's not the way to go. Probably if you look in history, the people that would that, that would be consummately, I mean, not only evil per se, but just you know, criminals, be LBJ, Alan Dulles. Alan Dulles with an architect of the Kennedy assassination. No doubt about it. Started everything going. Started this whole world. Brianna's real pretty too. Well, that's that's nice. I don't care about that. Let me ask you something. I want you to imagine, if at all possible, what you consider to be the most beautiful woman. And by the way, women love beautiful women more than men do. Women go nuts for the most part. You ever heard that? She's so beautiful. Oh, she's so... Did you see that? I saw her the other day. Who? Whoever. So beautiful. She's so beautiful. Isn't she beautiful? She's beautiful. Two women. What if me and Sparky say, did you know who I saw? Pierce Bros. Isn't he handsome? He's so handsome. So handsome. Now, Joe Rogan can talk about a physique. That's okay. Bodybuilding. But in terms of just pulchritude, if you said, men don't do that. I mean, they might think it to an extent, but they don't do that. Women do that. Women are obsessed with looks. Obsessed. In our culture here. I don't care what anybody says. And I know there's always the exception. Uh, women, when they hit their 70s, the grandmother is the perfect woman. She's just, again, denuded, disabused, disconnected with all that nonsense. And the reason why is because women, unfortunately, are put in this position where their looks have to be, they, they look, they got to look like this. Or, okay, fine. But let me ask you this question. Imagine there was a woman that you considered to be absolutely so beautiful you just couldn't stay, see straight. Could she ever be elected? Yes or no? Anybody? Could she be elected? Yes or no? The most beautiful woman you have ever seen in your I mean, quote, drop dead, whatever it is. Could she? Could she? Edie says yes. Tough call, very good. Would you trust her? People going to take her seriously? Is a beautiful woman going to sit across from Xi Jinping? Putin? Anybody? You want that? Do you? No. Of course not. No. The answer is no. Of course not. No. And one of the things too is that you know and I know. If somebody is in a position where they have been told their whole life that they're beautiful, and trust me, I know what I'm talking about. They are so demented, so distorted, you might as well just forget about it. They are demented. They are so demented it's not even remotely funny they are demented they cannot possibly be real they cannot possibly be taken seriously 
they are so thrown off. They think they're entitled. They think they think they're just like the princess. Or I'm telling you, dear friend, believe me when I say this. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's true. They are absolutely demented. So you want somebody like that? Of course not. Of course not. But that would be a that would be a wonderful time. That would be a, so. Watch what happens, and and watch how people make a big stink about. You don't remember this, but John Kennedy. Oh my God! Against Nixon, Nixon didn't have a chance. John Kennedy, but oh my God, this guy. What I mean, John and John, John the son. Forget it. Forget it. All my friends, my friends, we are so, you know, it's funny. They have these, um, every now and then we'll have somebody from, I think if there was, there were, there were a couple of, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know if there were world leaders that were considered beautiful. I don't know. I have no idea. But suffice it to say, our version of politics is demented. We have no idea of the facts, no idea of history. No idea even how it works. We have this. And by the way, the people who who represent the most aware, the politically sentient, the politically sagacious, and, uh, you know, sapient and all that, those folks, they are so minuscule, so rare. Most people who are interested in it, but at a childlike level. It's, it's very strange. And this is how we ended up like this. Trump did something that you will never see for the longest time. Yes, he was boorish. Yes, he was a lot of things too. But he happened to be a natural at what he did. He did some stupid stuff, but he was absolutely brilliant when it came to being able to explain specifically what it was that people, what they what they needed to hear. Okay? That's all. Maggie Thatcher, incredible. Indira Gandhi, uh, Gold in My Ear, Benazir Bhutto, Go down the list. All these, I mean, they're, they're, we will have the glass ceiling. We have, we are the most sexist, bar none. We, a woman, no. Good luck. Nikki Haley, never happened. Never. We are Neanderthal when it comes to uh, dealing with a woman being able to, to run for office and hold office. You got that? Okay. So my friends, uh, we're going to be watching. Anybody going to be watching the uh, debate tonight? I might. I don't know. I might look into it. I, 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 I just, I, it, 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 it bothers me so much. Maybe I'll get some highlights. I don't really care. I don't want to do anything to hate or to hate, to uh, give Fox News any kind of, uh, even my own little cable box. I have not watched that direct, and I don't know how long. It is, it is so bad. And by the way, as, as people suggested, the Duran is wonderful. Um, listen to Scott Ritter. Listen to what he says about facts about the military that you will never hear anybody else say. Mearsheimer is the best, the Duran. Um, I'm trying to think about it. The usual suspects, the usual folks. Uh, and by the way, Norman Finkelstein. Oh my God, he's on fire. Except that is the heart. Tell me that's not anybody can imitate. 
Norman Finkelstein, who talks like this. And I went through your book, Professor Dershowitz, and I read all of the footnotes. Oh, my God. After five minutes, I don't know what this is. Dear God, he's smart, but that is a chore to sit through that. Oh, my God. Check out the debate, or the debate, where Finkelstein says that Dershowitz plagiarized this on Amy Goodman. I don't know what. Just watch this. Oh, that was a shoot. And Alan Dershowitz made sure he was never tenured at DePaul University or someplace in Chicago. I mean, it was brutal. Brutal. Okay, you got that? Okay. Now, listen. Don't feel bad. Don't take what I'm saying. I don't. I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but let's be honest, please. Okay, Sparky knows. Sparky says U.S. State Department is full of risk board game enthusiasts who apply it to U.S. foreign policy. Rather than working mutually beneficial goals, they work on winning a wrong mindset. In my opinion, uh, yeah, but you know what? Your mindset, Sparky. By the way, thank you. Would never be allowed in the State Department in the first place. You, they they wouldn't want you at least of any kind of. I don't want this moralistic. No 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 no. I want somebody who understands the games. If you Sparky had the way to foment a revolution in Iran, let me give you an example. If you had the chance to foment, to produce, to inspire a uh, a dissimilar kind of a post Mossadegh round two, would you do it rather than a war? To upend Khomeini and the theocratic, would you do that? I mean, that remember what Israel did with Hamas. They thought that would be a wonderful counterbalance to Fatah and the like. Would you do that? Ladies and gentlemen, Ibrahim says, thank you for enlightenment. Thank you. I appreciate that. Ooh, that's very, very nice. Uh, this is very interesting. This is the uh, Swedish krona. Oh, I like that. Very, very interesting. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, my my position, as you know, okay, as you know, is very, very different, okay? Okay? And it works, again, I know people don't like this. It has nothing to do with who's a good guy and a bad guy. Oh, my God, there he is. There's Howie, Howie Brown, everybody. Howie Brown and his band of renown. Is that it? Do I have the right one there? Uh, Sparky. Oh, here we go. Ibrahim. There we go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's a new member, by the way. He's a member. Exclusive member of this thing. I, I just like the way things work. I like the way things work and I like the way things are. That's all. My friends, I want to thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your spunk. Thank you for just being who you are. Okay, that's all. And remember, don't take it sir, uh, you know, personally. When I mock you and basically say you don't know what the hell you're talking about, it's not meant to be mean. It's because I love you and I want to tell you the truth. So I just because we're going to fix that. Because after... Our course here, you're going to say, you know what? I learned so much. He's right. You're going to be a political realist, and you'll be so much better. All right, dear friends, have a great day. You know what? We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, bad, same bad time, same bad channel. 8 a.m. We'll do a post. I'll try to watch as much. I doubt it. But I'll 
Maybe I'll watch a little bit of the debate. We'll see what happens. Uh, in any event, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. A wonderful day. Please be good. Be good to yourself. Eat well. Get sleep. Get sleep. Very important. And eat right. If you could drop right now 20, 30 pounds, wouldn't you feel great? You wouldn't believe how good you feel. Don't forget, when you get older, losing weight is harder. So do it right now before it's too late. All right, dear friends, have a great and glorious day. See you tomorrow at 8 a.m. Don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.